my beautiful souls, welcome to Humanity Feels. I'm your host, Yasmin Elzamore. This is a space where healing and conscious conversations happen and where controversy meets compassion. Join me on this journey as I dive into the underworld of relationships, sex, spirituality, mental health, and all the things that make us human. You'll also hear stories and practical advice from some of the most powerful coaches, leaders, truth seekers, and spiritual entrepreneurs in the game. With every episode, my mission is to empower you, help you shatter limitations that don't serve you, and inspire you to evolve and expand your mind. So let's heal, break patterns, shift paradigms, challenge the status quo, and rise together. Hello, my beautiful souls. I'm really excited about this episode, you guys. Um, To all my men listening to this episode, you guys are really, really, really going to appreciate this. And ladies, you too. You ladies are also going to appreciate this. I know you will. Um, I'm going to be talking about breaking free from the nice guy syndrome. And I have men's transformational coach Kevin Benavidez joining me. He is a husband and a father who for many years in his life struggled to take care of himself. He was just going through the motions of being a father, a husband, and an employee. And it led him to a place where anxiety, emotional pain, and a disconnection from himself took over his life. And through a series of events led him to taking an inner journey to heal and reconnect with who he truly is as a human being. Today, Kevin takes his lived experiences and education and supports men in mastering their mind and emotions, healing their past, and helping them step into their authentic power, potential, and purpose in life. I came across Kevin's work on Instagram and I loved it. You know, I resonated so deeply with it and I loved what he had to say about um, the nice guy syndrome. And we really went deep into conversation about how to break those patterns, how to stop being a people pleaser, and how to be in your power as a man. So with that being said, you guys, I hope you enjoy the episode and um, let me know what you think. Hi, Kevin. Welcome to the podcast. I am so, so, so excited to speak to you today and to connect with you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to the conversation. Our last you know, chat that we had before the podcast was great. So yes. looking forward to really diving into these things uh, that you're passionate about, that I support men with and, yes. and in general support human beings with. So looking forward to talking. Yes, I love it, Kevin, for sure. Like, you know, this, I, and I think I told you last time, this this topic specifically is so, so important to me. Um, and, you know, it's not just for men, like you said, it's for everyone, really. It applies to everyone. But, you know, the more we can help men step into their power and to remember their own divinity, like the better, you know, everyone wins. <laughs> it's a win-win for everyone. So um, I'm really, really excited. But before we go ahead and dive into all of that juicy stuff and, you know, the, the nice guy syndrome and all that, all that good stuff that we're going to talk about, um, share with us a little bit of your story and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, for sure. So 40-year-old husband and father. Love father it. of three um got married really really young so wow. <laughs> like 22 i think when i got married wow so we've been married we're gonna make 18 years uh 18 year anniversary coming up in september um 
We've been I together for 21 years. So yeah, for, you know, for the big chunk of my life, I just lived a routine, normal life in the sense of like, whatever family and society had told me to, to be and do is, is how mm-hmm. I, I lived my life, which is not necessarily a bad thing or wrong thing, right. but it, it obviously led me to a place where um, I wasn't living aligned to myself mm-hmm. and, and I was hurting internally, like emotionally that I, and I didn't even know. And things really came to the surface back in 2013 with my dad, he got really, really sick. And I thought he had, he was going to pass away. And because of that uh, anxiety that I had been living with and didn't even know sort of skyrocketed Mm -hmm. Uh, depression came with that and tons of emotional stuff came up that was surrounded around my dad that I didn't even know was there. So I had to deal with sort of that uh, emotional and mental sort of, I say shit storm for like six months um, when it was really, really hard. And so at the six month point of dealing with that, um, I turned to someone to support me um, and, and supporting me in learning how to use mindfulness, mindfulness meditation, mindfulness practices to support me with the anxiety and also take that inner journey to sort of uncover what, you know, what was there between me and my dad. So that sort of healing process started for me and that opened the doors to um, my personal growth and my transformation. And I just became really passionate about it. And so things just evolved from there. And, you know, the years have gone by and I've continued to work on myself and um, things in my life have drastically changed for the better since since that, you know, th- that time in 2013. Uh, one of the things that, you know, I faced was and worked through was what we're going to be talking about, sort of the nice guy syndrome, although at that time I didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that those terms or anything. I just knew that within myself, I was always looking externally for love and validation while suppressing who I actually was authentically. I couldn't be myself. I couldn't express my thoughts and my needs. Or I don't even know what any of that was. I just knew that like, Hey, I'm holding back and I'm tired of this. I just want to be myself. I remember thinking like, I remember that day and even talking to my wife about it. It's like, I can't continue this way. Wow. So I tackled that on and opening that up sort of open up challenges within the marriage that we sort of, well, I for sure, completely ignored um so that also came years have gone by I just continue working on things and uh led me to a point where I knew that this is what I wanted to do with my life I want to support other people with their own transformation with taking that inner journey and so about two years ago I made that decision to dive into coaching full-time and so I've invested in it and you know here I am a year and a half later uh supporting men with you know their inner transformation in their life so awesome kevin i respect that i respect your mission how you show up and i think i had told you this last time when i came across your instagram and the content that you were putting out i was like oh my god this is incredible you know because it's not only are you teaching these dynamics to men but you're also helping them through this transformational journey you know, which is another part of the, of the, of the work, you know, it's stepping into this transformation and accepting adversity, you know, and I, that's how men grow is through adversity is through challenges, right. It's through heartbreak and through these, these difficult moments that, that we go through and you do it in such a way that is calm and grounding and mature, you know, so it's, that's that, 
that balance of the two means it's it's everything, you know. So I just wanted to say that first and foremost, and to also like congratulate you for you know like stepping into this work and wanting to actually help other men and help other people during and in their process. So I love that, you know, and I myself also agree with you know helping people on their transformational journey. And, um, you know, on the other side of the nice guy syndrome with, you know, with me and what I've have felt in the past, it's the cool girl syndrome, you know what I mean? Like not saying things or not communicating, being in that wounded feminine state, you know, feeling very disempowered. So I kind of see that, that mirror of the nice guy, the cool girl, and they both. Yeah, exactly. Like men and women deal with. Yeah, that, this this sort of people pleasing complexity, um, and yeah. we just term it different things. And of course, for the woman, it does show up a little bit different, totally. uh, but but it's very 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 similar. So um, yeah, you yeah. can definitely reflect yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, that's I noticed that within me. Uh-huh. Uh, the uh-huh. interesting part that you said is like the, uh, I think you use the word disempowered feminine. Yeah. Um, the 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 quote unquote nice guy is disempowered in his masculine oh so true. it's it's so interesting to see that when you said it i was like oh uh, that's a good one yeah yeah I yeah see it's disempowered. I see that reflection back on how it is for the for the guy right so one thousand percent kevin i love that like and you know diving in with the nice guy syndrome what is it and how does how does it show up you know in relationship or just individually how how do you see it come up in your in your work yeah, for sure. So the the sort of the nice guy syndrome was put together, framed by um, Dr. Robert Glover, who wrote mm-hmm. the book, No More Mr. Nice Guy. Mm-hmm. And so through his own practice and the work that he did with men in the past, and obviously still does, but I mean, in the past, he like formulated this type of man that lives this way. And so the nice guy, the interesting part is he termed it the nice guy because he, uh, as men, we will present ourselves as this nice uh, sort of kind and caring mm-hmm. and um, open mm-hmm. individual right. who will be whoever you want him to be. And that's the thing. He, he is not authentic, right? Yeah. When he sometimes he's, he's being nice, the, the truth is that he's actually not okay with him being nice. He's yeah. actually upset. He's actually yeah. going against what he actually wants, right. but he doesn't want to present that to the world. Because right. he doesn't want to get people upset. He doesn't want people to be upset with him because yeah. the three, four sort of wounds of the nice guy is that is abandonment, um, rejection, and and shame, believing that he's not worthy, that he's he's a quote unquote bad. And so he has to hide all those things and he has to act certain ways so that those those fears and those wounds are not activated. Right. So that's why he has to put on sort of a mask and pretend to be this great guy not that he isn't a great guy but right. he's not again the main thing is that he's not being authentic he's not yeah. being true to himself yeah he has to put yeah. on the show yeah. for others and so because of that um he it's a it's a almost the way i i sort of put it is that sort of as a rejection of yourself it's a, the, the denial of self of your truth your true authentic self so that you can keep yourself safe Right. But of course, we can't live that way. Right. It is not healthy to live that way. No, not at all. But again, we don't know this when we're living like I I live most of my life like that. I didn't 
I didn't know. It was very unconscious. It's just, this is who I am kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This totally. is just who I am. Autopilot. You're Autopilot. Autopilot. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But you talked about, you know, some of the signs is in relationship. And that's where it really, it comes up in different areas of a man's life. But the relationship part, the intimate relationship, it comes up the most because for the most part, the nice guy receives his worthiness, his validation the most from the feminine. Yeah. And so yeah. when he's in that relationship, like that person is, is, is everything because this is where I'm going to feel safe and loved. And so right. I'm going to make sure that everything is okay with this person. So that's one of the ways that it shows up is that he mm -hmm. will try to sort of fix his partner's problems. Totally. He will um, do everything he can to not have her upset. Right. 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 Like he, not rock he the boat. Home. Pardon? Yeah. To not rock the boat, you know. Yeah, don't rock the boat. Don't piss yeah. her off. Don't get her in a bad mood. Because yeah. if you, if she's not in a bad if if she's in a bad mood, then she she's not going to give him the affection he needs, right. the approval he needs. He's not you know he's not going to get the sex he needs. All those things right. to fill him up. Totally. He's not going to get. It. She's upset. So it's yeah. like I got to do everything I can to make sure this woman is in a good mood, and so that will just like have him anxious. It'll have him sort of walking on eggshells, so many different things. So that's like a, a big sort of, uh, you want to use a, the term red flag that you're a nice guy is if you're showing up to, to your relationship that way. Totally. Right? Totally. And I'll, I'll pause. I think you were going to say something. I know. I was going to say that's so good. I was going to say it's like that happy wife, happy life, which pisses me so, off. I'm it's so bullshit. It's so bullshit. I just, I posted about that on in July. I actually, we, me and yeah. my wife, our 21st anniversary of being together. And that was sort of my post to sort of commemorate that. And I was talking about that. And I said, mm -hmm. a happy wife does not equal a happy life because what you're doing is you're putting your happiness, your state of being on another person. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. It's up to that person to make me happy. Exactly. It's codependency at the core. It is codependency. codependency. It is codependency. Yeah. yeah. So the nice guy for the most, not all the time, but a lot of nice guys are codependent. Yes, I that, agree. That because I of agree. that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the thing is with that, with that syndrome, like I noticed that it turns into a game in a relationship because then the nice guy is like doing things, but he's just doing things to, like you said, to receive. And then the woman feels that on a very like visceral oh, level. We feel that, especially if we're in tune and more intuitive and we've done the work. We could, we could feel, we could feel the man being inauthentic or not showing up the way he is or not yep. setting his boundaries. Not, it's okay to say no to us, you know, like. hundred percent. Yeah. The, we, the, I, I've learned from experience and from my clients that yeah. women want that. Women want you to, to sort of push back and, and take that lead, right? Yes. Especially take the lead, right? So, that, yes. so that's yes. another thing. There's another sign that just comes up right. um, in relationships. He will not take the lead, right? Uh, not yeah. that. So it's not that the one partner has to take the lead and the other right. person just follows, but he won't even attempt to make important decisions or direct the relationship in a certain way. He'll put all the responsibilities on the, yeah. on the, on the woman because it's just, uns again, unsafe. If I, if I do something that, um, that my partner doesn't yeah. agree with, right. we're, we're not in a good state. So I'm yeah. not going to make these decisions. So you, you just do what you want, right? Even, to the subtle things of like, what do you want for dinner? 
the nice guy will say, well, I don't know, whatever don't know, you want. Whatever you want. <laughs> right? Over and over and over again. And that sort of gets draining for the woman. I know that because my wife's been on the receiving end of it, right? So it, it's just not a good place to be. So yeah. he doesn't want to, which means he's not taking, like, he's not embodying his his no. masculine trait. That's a masculine trait to, to lead. Again, totally. not that the women can't lead, the feminine right. can't lead, but it's something that is supposed to be there for, for men, right? Totally. So totally. all this that we're talking about is everything's linked into each other. Right. It all makes sense. Right. 1000% Kevin. Yeah. And I wanted to add, you know, like with the masculine and the feminine, feminine dynamics, like I feel like on social media, it's so nuanced. You know what I mean? It's like, it's so, it's become so solid. Like if you're masculine, you need to be this way and this way and this way, way. feminine needs to be that way. But like you said, it's like women can lead sometimes. It's just more of like the man being authentic and embodying that energy, you know, like that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And when we talk about like, uh, masculine and feminine energies or traits right every human being it doesn't matter what your gender is it's it's within you exactly it's just our our i think it's more our physiology like being in a, in a man's body those yeah. traits are more important to embody if, for the you know the masculine okay. traits are more important right totally, totally. but we we have to have not a balance but we have to be well-rounded yeah in all these traits Yes. And so the yes. so the nice guy, we're going back to the nice guy. The nice guy will embody a lot of feminine traits and he will abandon his masculine traits. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. that's why a lot of nice guys have a lot of female friends. Mm. Right. Yeah. And I've noticed everybody that. Will, the, the, yeah. the women will, will get along with the with the nice guy because he's not sort of sort of um what's the word I'm looking for? He uh, he's he's uh Vul- not just vulnerable but open he talks about his emotions maybe yeah, he's he'll, receptive. He'll right yeah exactly right yeah. so that opens the door to having more feminine friends in your in your life as the man but when in relationship it doesn't support you to just be in that feminine in those feminine traits so no, that's just no. another thing um that again mm-hmm. i've recognized within myself and in the men that i've worked with is that they don't have those mask not masculine friends but uh male too many male friends and if they do it's like they're very similar right so it's another a nice guy with another nice guy um that's that's another thing but anyways i'm maybe veering off off topic so good no this is so good because i'm i like you're showing me a mirror to like you know my own stuff because i you know on what you said about the uh, the nice guy having a lot of like female friends and stuff growing up i remember back in high school like, you know obviously years ago at this point but back in high school i was very i had a very masculine shield you know like i i was i was hyper masculine like i was i had all my friends were guys you know i was all i was the girl like with all the guy friends you know and i was like one of the boys um and guys would open up to me and it was just always like talking about like girls they would sleep with and this and that, you know what I mean? So it's like, I was like one of the boys. And yeah. as time went on, I realized like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do that anymore, which is why I started once I started healing my, my own wounds. And I started seeing like the wounds I had with my dad or why I was feeling like I had to put up this shield to protect myself, like what was going on within me. And once I started to integrate that and I started yeah. to really embody my feminine, all of a sudden the nice guy was unattractive to me 
you know, like I started to see like all my, my, my previous partners were just like constantly like not leading, not deciding, not embodying their, their masculine. Then as I started to grow and change, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't like that. You know, like I actually really want someone who leads, someone who steps forward, someone who wants to heal and look at their own stuff, just like I'm doing that, you know, but it it goes, it's interesting. It literally goes the same way. Like, like the, the cool girl has all the, all the male friends, you know what I mean? And like, is, is hyper-masculine, has that shield up and it doesn't, it doesn't do you well in a relationship as time goes on. Yeah, for sure. In a relationship, it doesn't, but at the time, probably, again, it's a very common thing. It's probably, it wasn't, it wasn't safe to be around. It was more, or better way of saying it is it was safer perhaps for you to be around the masculine, to get yeah. around men than it was with the feminine, right? Yes. With, with women. Yes. So I had a lot of issues with women for sure growing yeah. up, you know, so. a lot of competition, jealousy, like all these things, you know, so, so it's taken yeah. a while, but that I found that to be really interesting. And I love that you said that. Um, another thing that came up, Kevin, is do you feel, and I feel this to be true and I want to get your opinion. Do you feel like the nice guy is more prone to cheating in a relationship? I don't know if he's more prone. He definitely no. does cheat. And uh, we can yeah. definitely talk into that because. Yeah. I mean, anyone can. You know, it's so like, no, right. but I don't think he's more prone. No. Because okay. the, the flip side, um, men who like the, the macho, like if we want to sort of categorize yeah, people, yeah, yeah. like the, the macho man, sort of a tough guy, he has his own reasons why he'll cheat. Right. Well, and, and they well. do as well. Yeah. but no the nice guy and you would think well he's a nice guy why would he do oh, something he like that right? <laughs> right but he does and so i'll tell I, I if you're open to it i want to break it down break it down kevin yeah <laughs> where's yours so, so why would the nice guy cheat well one he cheats more so emotionally than physically right okay and he cheats he cheats emotionally because because of the way he shows up is again yeah. just the way that things happen and within the relationship his needs are not getting met right right he's right. afraid of confrontation he's afraid of conflict he's afraid of speaking up for himself so when things are not going um great within the relationship and his needs are not getting met he's not feeling uh seen heard that affection that he needs he's not going to speak he's not going to do anything to really change that you're just going to build that, let that resentment and that anger build and that disconnection will happen. Right. But he still needs it because that's, again, he doesn't feel safe, doesn't feel good within himself to not have that validation from women. Right, right. Totally. So he's totally. going to go and he's going to, a coworker or a friend, he's going to find someone who he will start talking to. And then that person will now open up to him and he will get that emotional connection yeah and there's the emotional cheating happens yeah, yeah because that that thing happens right um and they'll justify it right and that's the thing a lot of men will justify well yeah but my wife this and this is yeah. that and, and it's like no like it, it, i'm just talking to this person especially when it's emotional cheating it's like i'm just talking to this person it's like no like be really honest with yourself yeah are you just talking to this person or are you getting something out of this? Totally. Are you becoming sort of connected, like dependent now on that person? And right. most of the times right. it's, it's, yeah, I am. Right. Yeah. But again, it comes because, because he can't speak up and meet his own needs because he can't um, have a con like 
uh, a disagreement with his wife or he doesn't want it or with his girlfriend, th- that disconnection will happen, right? Yeah, so he'll, he'll, and he needs it so badly, he'll just go out and, and sort of find it. Yeah, because it's easier to do that. It's easier to, to run away from the problem than to face it. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's, it's more intimidating to sit with it and to, to approach your partner and let them know like, hey, I'm not getting my needs met or we're not having, you know, as much physical intimacy anymore, or I'm not getting emotionally, you know, I don't feel emotionally connected to you anymore. So it's that honesty. It's that ability to, first of all, be honest with yourself, like you said before, and then be able to bring that to the person like, they, you know, you're in a committed relationship. You owe that person that honesty. You owe that person that that connection, that communication. That's how you build a relationship, you know? And so like, it's not that that's the only reason why he would go out and and sort of cheat, whether it's emotionally or physically or both or whatever. But that's like one of the major things is just like, it's just not working. The way I show up doesn't allow me to address this in the relationship. It's just like you said, so much easier to have that connection with someone else. Right. And and it happens and it literally just happens. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Wow. What do you think the core fear of the nice guy is? Is it a fear of abandonment? Do you feel? Yeah, that abandonment, yeah. that rejection. Rejection, right. yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's, those, it's the core core wounds. Yeah. Um, and not and not feeling and not I think it's the and not feeling enough. Yeah, yeah, right. not feeling enough. Yeah, not feeling like they're um, living up to certain standards that they need to live up to, you know, or or yeah, I feel just like not like worthy. Is the right. worthiness this is huge. Self-worth right. is at a very low with the nice guy. When he's living w- in that behavior in that way, right? Self-worth is on a all-time low. Sure. Right. That's For sure. Hundred percent. Right. And right. so um his fear is 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 having that realized, having that scene come up in his life. Or um again, he doesn't want to get rejected because it just it reaffirms this thing that he's he's not worthy. Right. Right. right? Exactly. So, yeah. And, and, and for every guy, again, depends, there's nuances there. Yeah. Some guys, depending on what they experienced when they were younger, will they'll be more afraid of that one thing more than another, right. but that's sort of the common ones, fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, and uh, sort of that shame of that. I'm not good enough. I'm bad. Right. There's something yeah. flawed, flawed within yeah. me. Right. So those are the, sort of the three things that, hundred percent is there. Oh man, Kevin. So good. So good. And what about the, um, the mother wound? How does that, you know, tie into that? I want to get into that for sure. Yeah. hundred percent. So let's just, I'll, I'll back up a little bit. Yeah. And why the, hmm. what I wanted to say was that a lot of, uh, a lot of the nice guys will probably resonate if they watch this or listen to this is that when growing up, they spent a lot of time around the feminine, right? Yeah, yeah. Dad wasn't around. There's not too many uh, male role models in his life. It was a lot of, you know, sisters, cousins, grandparent, grandmother, and mom, right? Right. And so that connection to the, that's where that connection to the uh, feminine was formed. But going to on to the, to your question about the mother wound, of course, our mother is like our first relationship. A man's first love is his, his, his love of his mother. Yeah. And depending on what happens, and for some men, it's just like um, they were emotionally neglected from yeah. mom. 
Yeah. Right. And so they grow up trying to find that, that love through the feminine again, that he never received from, from the mother. Right. Another thing that also happens. And I, I seen this in one particular client, like clear as day, I, I know exactly what happened because of what we went through or I, what I supported him through was the fact that um, all he wanted was his mom to, to love him, right. Yeah. To pay attention to him, to care for him. And it never really happened, but right. he never gave up in a sense. Right. Obviously not, this is not happening consciously, but throughout his life, this never stopped. So he focused all of his attention to make sure mom was happy. So wow. he was the, 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 the sweet boy yeah. and the sweet man that always took care of mom. But the only, well, one of the main reasons he was doing it was because he was just like, mom, please love me. Uh, underneath is everything was like, mom, please love me. Right. And so there's the people, please. like I will be this person that my mom wants me to be and I'll take care of her. I'll be everything she wants me to be. Right. And so it sort of forms, informs his adult life and his relationships because again, nothing will compare if mom is still there and he's trying to get mom's love, nothing will compare to that love. So he will not pay attention to his partner and all that stuff because he's just so focused on mom. And yeah. that, that's not for a lot of men, but there is some men I see that happen. It's right. like that wound of like, mom never loved me or the opposite. And this is not really the nice guy. I'm sort of, we're getting away from it, but the, within the mother wound, Right. That same thing can happen in the sense of like mom neglected me emotionally. She didn't take care of me. Well, yeah. now I have all this built up uh, anger and resentment yeah. towards her. But it now it comes out not towards her. It comes out toward the women in my life. Yeah. Yep. Partner. Right. So they you know they really get even this this one man that I'm thinking of specifically. He was the nice guy. He is the nice guy. But um even in his relationships, when he was get upset, yeah. when he would get arguments, right. those arguments would happen because unconsciously he was fighting with his mom through his, through his partner. Oh, right, right. Right. So even whether it was nice guy or not nice guy, it doesn't matter. Like these guys will go into relationships and things will trigger him. But mm -hmm. that trigger is really the mother wound. Oh, because the, the woman is there. It's directed towards her. But that yeah. everything that he's feeling to, uh, towards his partner is really towards the mom. And so when he heals the mother wound, he shows up differently, obviously, in relationships because he's not triggered. But it's just yeah. like switching faces in a sense, wow. right? Yeah, yeah, That's for sure. It it's all it is. That's all it is wow kevin fascinating that's because that's big you know that's big if you're not doing the work as a man to have a healthier relationship with your mom to have a relationship that's not codependent you could still love and respect your mother of course you know she sure. is she's the queen in your life you know like yeah. as it should be but you know knowing how to have a healthy relationship with her is key to having a healthy relationship with your wife or your partner or your girlfriend 100 percent. yeah yeah you right we even have that term mama's boy right exactly yeah yeah exactly why. it's like right, right. yeah totally. it's again it's not like you said it's not that we we can't love and take care of our parents or our mother of course but it's not to the again 
sacrificing yourself or again being dependent on them that's why you're doing it is because you're so dependent on that person still yes yes yeah. it all it always ties back down to like that codependency aspect 100 you know like you said before and that is that is so good and what do you think are um some some tools or some ways that that a nice guy could be more confident and more authentic in how he shows up mm, good question i'm gonna take a second to sit yeah, with that yeah. For sure. Take your time. So which ways can he start becoming more confident? And what was yeah. the other part? In being more authentic and yeah, and more confident. Yeah. Um, what are some tools or some ways that you would recommend? First is becoming, a, I think it's just a, awareness, right? Mm -hmm. What is the behaviors? What are you doing? How are you seeking approval, validation? Yeah. Um, knowing what you're doing, right? Yeah. So for me, it was... It was how my, my appearance, right? Right. right? So what I what I wore, how my hair was styled, totally. that was really important for me. That was how I would get a lot of approval and validation and, and acknowledgement in a sense that fed that wound within me. Right. So it's identifying those things. Right. Or another part, like me not speaking my truth, which is the case for so many nice guys, right? They won't speak sure. their truth. The big one. So identifying, what do you do? Are you, do you drive a specific car? Um, do you, do you try to be like the, the, the perfect lover or the, the best, you know, the best worker, like the best employee kind of thing? Like, what do you do to seek those things outside of you, which is right. sort of uh, creating the nice guy, right? Totally. So totally. once we're aware of that, if I, if I continue on this path, it's like, okay, can I start doing less of that thing? right or more of it okay. or overdo it and see how how really shitty it feels to overdo that thing that you're already doing right. or cut it off for a bit stop doing it right. right some some men will um like i said in regards to looks it could be he drives a specific car and has you know wears only specific suits mm. um and that's his thing right okay can you go to work and just like a pair of jeans and, and a t-shirt and um can you walk instead of take your car out to your date or something like can you switch these things up and just notice how do you how do you feel what happens when you're not using this thing to get that thing back right 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 um, so then you'll start to see like oh I, I can actually do this like and then you start to see what it actually focusing in that on this thing what it was taking away from you Wow. And coming back to me, right. I'll come back to my example. It was, again, the appearance piece is I would spend so much time trying to focus in on like, what am I going to wear? Did this person see me in this outfit recently? Um, like, is my hair exactly styled perfect? Like, it would take so much of my time and energy throughout right. the day, like right. especially prepping in the morning, that it drained. It's draining. One thousand percent. Yeah. So 1, when you're not doing that, it's like, oh shit, like I feel so much better because I'm not focused in on that thing. Yeah. It's liberating. So, mm -hmm. It's liberating, right? Yes. Um, an example of a recent client, again, I know he's gonna be okay with me talking about this because I was talking about him in my stories this weekend and we were okay. talking about it. Um, his thing was like, I will um I will go do something. Right. But then when I'm done this, this task, I'm going to come back and say, Hey, look, I finished that thing. 
Right, right. Like, oh, great job, right? The good boy sort of pat on the back kind of thing, right? Right, right. So as soon as you stop doing that, first he realized how shitty it felt to do that. Because, right. of course, it's so habitual that totally. he's going to do it anyways. Totally, right? totally. He's going to do it anyways. And then, but because he's aware, he's like, oh, shit, I did it. Oh, that doesn't feel that great. Mm -hmm. So that takes him away. Like, I don't want to do this again. So he stops doing it even less. Right. And then he realizes, like, I never had to do that in the first place. I'm good. Right. Totally. Right? Just like me. Like, I, I went on a, uh, on a spell, like a time of period years ago where I stopped um, doing anything with my hair. I literally would just come out of the, come out of the shower, dry my hair and, and go to work. Wow. Right. And so it's like, I didn't, I don't need to do this. Yeah. Like that's it's like, I'm completely fine. Yeah. But we do this because these are just like survival yeah. uh, mechanisms, right? Because we think without this, I'm not safe. Right. So, right. But once you're showing yourself that you are safe, it's going to be okay for you to X, Y, and Z, whatever your thing is, like totally. not style your hair, not ask for that approval. Like, Hey, I, I did something. Yeah. And then like, you look build, at me, look you're at building me. That so like, that's a small thing of building your confidence. Yeah. But you know, other ways of is just, can you start leaning in and, and speaking your truth, saying what's actually on your mind, even a right. uh, small exercise I give, uh, yeah, it's a small little challenge I give my clients is um, for a week or two weeks, speak your truth when somebody asks you uh, what, how you're doing. Oh, just that's a big one. Right? Well, like, how are you doing today? Instead of the, hey, I'm doing great or whatever, he's probably feeling like shit. Right. So just say, I'm actually feeling shitty right now. Thanks yeah. for asking. Right? Uh, like, that's yeah. a, a small little things, but you're like, oh, it's okay. Like, I'm okay. I can do this. I can vocalize what right. I'm thinking, what I'm feeling. Right. That's just one of, you know, one of few things that we can do to build that confidence so is allowing yourself to step into the things that right. you haven't allowed yourself to do. And a lot of the nice guy stuff, you just have to do the opposite. It's like yeah. really that simple. It's simple, action. but it's not easy to do. Yes. Right. It's taking the action. So, yeah. But. Yeah, you don't you don't speak your truth. Start speaking your truth. It doesn't have to be in everything, right. every like every interaction. But start with one thing. And yeah. this and this an example was um, when somebody asked you how you're doing, you you speak your truth. You tell them exactly how you're feeling in that moment. Absolutely. How how many times do we even suppress our happiness when somebody else is not feeling great? Oh my Instead god, I do that all the time. Oh, I'm a great day. It's like yeah, things okay because you're like oh she's not doing well, he's not doing well. I can't, I can't right. say that my day's been great. I'm going to make this person um, think yeah. or feel, again, taking responsibility for, for other people's emotions. Yeah. It's not like, oh, yeah, my day's great. Yours is horrible. No, it's not that. It's just like, right. yeah, I'm doing great today. Yeah, just right? being honest. Yeah. Yeah, being honest, right? It's so right. hard for, for a lot of nice guys to be honest. So wow. that's just- Kevin, That's a good one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Those are so good. And you're right. It's little things like that, that we, we all catch ourselves doing, you know, like taking responsibility, fixing other people's emotions, not wanting to, you know, like wanting to dim our light to not overshine or, or do more than the next person. But it's not, like you said, it's not coming from that place, you know, and as long as you're intentional with how you show up and how you speak and how you act, that's what yeah. it comes down to at the end of the day, you know? So yeah, I love a, that. a healthy, authentic man. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll be coming from his heart. 
Yes. So you're going to stick your truth. You're not going to speak it in a way that is necessarily intentionally going to hurt someone. Right. You can you can be as kind as you want. You can say something and somebody's going to take it the wrong way. It's just the way totally, it happens. Totally. But the intention behind it is coming from his heart. He's not yes. going to try and hurt that person. Totally. So he can speak his truth, right? But it, and, and it's going to be okay because he's not yeah. going to like, he's not going to, it's not coming from a wounded place. 1000%. Yes. And it's not arrogance. It's confidence. You know, like that's the difference. I think a lot of men think that in order to be, you know, alpha and masculine, like they have to be arrogant and assholes. And it's like, no, it's the opposite. You know, like you could still be very, very kind and compassionate, but also be very strong and firm in how you speak and, and mm -hmm. how you show up. 100%. Coexist, you know, and that's what's sexy. That's what's attractive at the end of the day is a man who is kind and has a big heart and speaks from his heart. But, you know, and is honest with who he is and how he shows up, but, you know, is able to merge the two and not yeah. feel like you have to either be like on one side of the spectrum or the other. Like life exists in a gray area. You know, it's like it's not always black or white. You know, you uh -huh. can find that middle ground and and balance the two. So, yeah. 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 Because, uh, again, from experience, I didn't want to be like those men, those men that I saw as masculine. Yeah. Like my perception of what masculinity was, mm. was very skewed, right? Like yes. very one-sided yeah. to like, they're big and, you know, Toxic. big bodies and they're, they're tough and they're aggressive and they'll just tell people to F off and they'll yeah. hurt you physically. Like that was, for me, that was masculinity. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't want to be that guy. Cause if I'm like, if I want people to accept me and approve of me, that's, that's not going to get approval. <laughs> Right. So I'm not going to do that. Right. So I'm going to shy away from that. I'm not going to be that guy. Right. But it's like, no, right. that guy is wounded. He's that's not even masculine. That's just that's not masculine. Yeah. yeah. Totally. That's just speaking yes. through him, right? Yeah. But like I say to my clients, I'll list like a lit uh, a big list of traits. Right. And they're like, ooh, they feel it, and they feel it because they're all masculine traits that when they hear it, they they see it in the light that I saw it. Wow, 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 right, right. So yeah, you want to speak your truth and be kind, but be firm. But being firm, they don't think firm. It's it's either arrogance or aggression. Yeah. And yeah. they don't see that you can actually, yeah, speak your, and like, say it, say it as it is and not like back down. Right. But, but again, not it's not sugarcoat it. Yeah. Not sugarcoat yeah. it, but you're not coming from a place where you're, you're trying to put that person down or, or hurt that person definitely but they don't, we don't see that like the nice guy won't see that because he's been so his his view of masculinity is so messed up right so right yeah it doesn't help it doesn't help at all so yeah for sure. when when a man can start embodying his masculine traits a healthy masculine traits the yeah. nice guy does that it's game changer within a relationship oh yeah yeah it's yeah a game, it's sure. a game changer for so. sure. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's possible to change that dynamic around and to have a healthier relationship, you know, and to, to feel more grounded and more attractive in your own skin and stuff. And I think I had, to, I saw this in one of your posts where it's, it, you, you wrote in the caption, like toxic masculinity doesn't exist. And I've seen that so many times. I agree. It doesn't, you know, there is no such thing as toxic masculinity, <laughs> you know, like yeah. you said, you're just wounded. <laughs> like yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. And if you're, and if there's toxic masculinity, there's toxic femininity. Like it's, it's, it's just, it's wounding, right? It's wounding. 
Yes, for sure. It's wounding. It's wounding. You're not integrated. It's masculinity. What, what we, what society has termed as toxic masculinity is not masculinity. It's, it's, it's it's wounding. It's hurt. Yes. Thank you. Coming through the masculine traits. Yes. Thank you. Exactly. Because, because, because he's, because he's a man in a man's body. Yeah. Well, that's a masculine thing. Well, no, because if it wasn't in, in, in a, a woman did that, you wouldn't say it is toxic masculinity in a woman. You just say, no. she, you know, um, you can definitely see that there's something up with her. Like, right. you won't come at it the same, the same way. Totally. Right? Totally. Yeah. That, that would it the same way. Exactly. Exactly. My thoughts. Exactly. Yes. Oh my gosh, Kevin, this is, this is so good. <laughs> this conversation has been so amazing and just so enlightening and you've you've like really brought up so much of me you know my own stuff and like my past and my relationships with men in the past and stuff like that so it's helpful it's helpful to see this to like learn about this stuff to understand you know what the difference is and how you can integrate and have a healthier relationship you know with a man and also just as a man for the for my men listening to this to that will be listening to this episode um you know how to step into that power you know and how to shine and be authentic 100 and and for me the key is i don't work with men on relationships per se right it's i work with them on their relationship with themselves yeah because when that relationship shifts everything, everything else shifts for sure everything else shifts for sure yeah i agree maybe his his issues the things he's trying to work through are impacting his relationship the most but right. when we do the inner work the inner work is on him yes not on fixing the relationship it's no. on him yes then, exactly. again like i said a, like a broken record when you shift when you change the relationship with yourself everything else in your life changes exactly. and so that's what i focus in on is supporting men to tapping into their authentic self beautiful right so to beautiful. who they truly are beyond you know underneath all these layers of masculinity hurt wounding all this bullshit beliefs all these things and get to the core of who that man is right when you get to the core of who that man is he will what we say embody his feminine and his masculine he will be able to to um to come from a place where he is you know he's tapped into his truth right yeah yeah. he has the confidence to deal with whatever life has in store Mm -hmm. that's power and i just talked about i actually did just a a live or in a video about it yesterday like a a nice guy will give away his power and it's not power over right and i explained it's not power over others it's power within yeah power that you have to live a a life aligned to you yeah. When you do all these things, when we behave in all these ways, you're just giving your power away, whatever you want, whatever, as long as I don't, these wounds are not touched within me, everything's cool. But then you get to a certain point in your life. It's like, I'm disconnected. Like, I don't even know myself. I don't even like where I am in my life. Yeah. No wonder because you've been so disconnected from yourself. So it's that reconnection with self. It's getting to know who you are, even before you were disconnected with yourself. Sure. So that's like, shit like yes i can feel it i can sense it and now i can move forward i can move forward um in a better way will this happen overnight no this has happened in three months you work with me no it's a process but getting yourself on that on that journey is the you know really the best thing any man can do 
which will again impact every aspect of his life maybe more so one than the other but who you are shows up everywhere one thousand percent the denominator of your life is you yes yes take responsibility yeah doesn't matter what relationship you go into it's you doesn't matter what job you go into it's you doesn't matter where you go in the world you're still taking you there yeah exactly so you'll never run away from your from yourself mm-hmm. never we no. try to right we try it to will not work <laughs> but it doesn't work you're always there i know and i've so tried it doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work right doesn't does, this doesn't take away that you know certain people yeah. are not aligned to us that they do hurt us that we're not right. in their right working environments and yeah, yeah, maybe me working, me living by the beaches, me better than me living in uh in a snowy area. For sure. Yes. Yes. But that person that goes everywhere and is in everything is you, and that's what's the most important piece. Then you're gonna be good wherever you are, in a sense. Yeah. Yeah, and you can make decisions based off of who you are and based off your own alignment. You know, like as long as you work on you, absolutely. That's all it comes down to for sure. Oh my gosh, Kevin, this is amazing. You are such a superstar. I love, love, love chatting with you and connecting with you. Um, Thank you for sharing your wisdom and your light and your strength and your power with all of us. Um, I know people are really going to enjoy this. And I know the men and the women listening to this are totally going to love hearing this, this perspective from you and learning about the nice guy and, you know, learning how to break this down. So thank you so much for coming on. Um, where can people find you so they can work with you and all that good stuff? Yeah, right now the best place is Instagram uh, at the Canvas Within. That's the best way to reach reach out to me or check out my content. Cool. Uh, I also have a, a Facebook page, the Canvas Within. Uh, oh, so cool. either Facebook or Instagram is good. Awesome. Instagram, I'm more more active in. More active, yeah. Uh, I've been saying I'm getting my website going, but I still haven't done it. But eventually I want to get to a point where I do have a fully active website where you can totally. connect with me and email me. Yeah. But yeah, if you ever want to, to have a conversation, even just ask a question. Like I get lots of questions and I answer them. As, it might take me a couple of days, but I'll get right. to you and I'll answer your question. Send me a DM. Awesome. I'm here to have a chat and uh, and go there and see how I can best support you. Even if it's just listening, really. Sometimes... That's especially for guys they just need some sometimes somebody to listen yeah, to yeah that, sure. they, that they hold back talking yeah. to other people about whether it's men or women doesn't matter they just don't talk about and now men need men need safety to open up and so sure. sometimes through the content that i put out there like this guy gets me i can share yeah, this right so if, yeah. if you feel like i get you with with what I've been sharing, reach out, send me a, send me a, uh, a DM and let's start a conversation. Love it, Kevin. Thank you again so, so much. And we will definitely talk soon. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share this with someone you love and don't forget to subscribe. If you're interested in working with me, find me on www.yasminelzamore.com and make sure to also follow me on Instagram at yasminelzamore for some daily inspiration. Love always, humanity feels.